You're welcome to Hugh's Convos, and my name is Ridwan. I hope you have watched the previous episodes in the past or some of the videos that I've uploaded in the past. I hope they'll be a blessing to you. And if you haven't watched them, please go back and watch again. I'm hoping to be more consistent this time around in posting different topics that are Christian related and how we can apply these Christian topics to our everyday living. So, and I'll also be responding to some questions that have been sent to me by email or the Instagram page. So please don't forget to follow me on Instagram as well. Uh, today, I will be discussing about angels. Are Christians allowed um, to command angels? This seems to be a very a practice that I've noticed among uh, a lot, some Christians today where people have this concept of commanding angels to do things. As Christians, you even hear things like you command your angel in the name of Jesus to bring money for you, to bring healing for you. But the truth about it is, is this scriptural or is this biblical? As Christians, does it have its foundation in Christianity? Do we have examples like that in scriptures to follow? Because the thing about it is, as Christians, we must uh, have this um, mindset that scriptures are authority for us. Because even the apostles in the New Testament were strongly guided by the Old Testament scriptures. When Jesus was to fulfill his ministry, almost everything he did was in alignment with scriptures. He quoted scriptures. He referred them back to scriptures. Their understanding of the Messiah came from scriptures. And so we have this body of scriptures. We have this body of witnesses. It's given to us to provide guidance for us. So if we put scriptures aside as Christians and we allow extra uh, systems or extra practices that are not biblically based, we give room for chaos and confusion. That's usually what happens. And so when there is no guide, when there is no form of principle or structure that we follow in our belief system, then there's room for chaos. Anyone could come up with anything. We have seen things like this in the past where people come up with different ideas, different visions, and this has been one of the major reasons where you see just so many different practices within the Christian body. I'm not saying there won't be differences. There will be some bit of difference even when we go through scriptures, but overall, the level of chaos or confusion that we see today is owing to the fact that people are refusing to follow what is biblical. So today is, are we allowed to command angels? Because it's a common practice. And you see young people coming up saying things like, I'm commanding my angels, I commanded my angel to do this. Oh, we are sons of God and we are God and so we can command angels. But these things do not have any form of biblical foundation as believers. When you go back, even to the Old Testament, every time angels appeared in the Old Testament, it was in some form of reverence or most of the times sent by God. So if you follow... If you go through, just go through the Old Testament, you find places where angels appeared. To Balaam, the angels appeared. Uh, angel of the Lord appeared to the donkey, refused the donkey from working because it was sent by God. And Bil uh, Balaam couldn't curse. This is uh, Numbers uh, 22, verse 34. 
you will see where he says, Then, then Balaam confessed to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, I didn't realize you were standing in the road, block my way. I will return home if you, if you are against my going. But the angel of the Lord told Balaam, go with this man. Now, every time angels would appear, they brought, either it was a manifestation of God, which we call theophanies, a manifestation of the presence of God. Like when Moses was at the burning bush, he saw the bush burning. It was the angel of the Lord that spoke to him, but it was a manifestation of God because it spoke in the person of God. And so every time angels would appear in the Old Testament, there was some, some form of reverence. It was established strongly that... These angels were sent by God. As a matter of fact, you would find God, even in the book of Exodus, kept saying things that, I will send an angel before you. I will give these angels, this angel will do this for you. Uh, and you would always, the, the authority continues to go through God sending the angel. At no point... Now, I'm starting from the Old Testament scripture. At no point in the Old Testament scripture were believers or even the Jews, that I'm to, let's talk about the Jews now, at no point did they command any form of angel. In fact, at some time, Isaiah will fall to the ground in worship. One thing you constantly see when they see the angels, they were in awe, in reverence. Not that they were actually worshiping the angels like God, but the reverence of something beyond supernatural, beyond the human comprehension. They fall to the ground in comprehension, in honor. And sometimes you hear the angels say, get up, don't fear. Fear not. But they were sent by God. In the Psalms, you hear God is called the Lord of hosts. He is the Lord over the angel armies. So there is no point where humans were to command angels. At no point did they do that. Because it's not our job to do that. It's God's job. Now, let's move to the New Testament. In the New Testament, there's an important part that actually is quite interesting to me is in the book of Matthew chapter 26. Now, Jesus, who is God incarnate, this is Jesus, son of God, God himself coming through the Virgin Mary, walking on earth, divinity himself, however, as a man. Something happens in Matthew 26, 53 that showed me an importance of why we may be taking this particular idea of commanding angels so wrongly and is not biblical. So in Matthew 26 and verse 53, uh, they came to arrest Jesus. You know the story about how Judas betrayed Jesus. So in verse 49, so Judas came straight to Jesus, greeting to Rabbi, he claimed and gave him the kiss. And Jesus says, my friend, go ahead and do what you have to come for. Then the others grabbed Jesus and arrested him. But one of the men with Jesus pulled out his sword and struck the high priest's slave, slashing off his ear. Put away your sword, Jesus told him. Those who use the sword will die by the sword. But 53, look at what he says in 53. Don't you realize that I could ask my father for thousands of angels to protect us and he will send them instantly. Notice this strong I mean, line of authority Jesus is placing here. He says, don't you realize that I could ask my father. Now, this is Jesus, who's at this point is earthly ministry. God is referred as the father. And then he goes, I could ask him and he will send. Jesus didn't say, don't you know, I could command angels. He could. He's God all by himself. But in that point, he says, I would ask my father. And then he will send them instantly. At no point did Jesus even try to command angels. 
in his earthly ministry, even though he could. But the line of authority, he, keeps, he ascribes it to the Father, telling us how it works. Now, the apostles at no point commanded angels. As a matter of fact, they prayed when they were in the prison. And when they were released, they said, the Lord sent an angel. Their prayers were never centered on uh, commanding angels. In fact, it wasn't written in any epistle. No gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, none of the epistles written, not even the book of Acts. Was it written that at, at any point when they were looking for a miracle, they commanded an angel of the Lord? No. The book of Hebrews, which is usually taken out of context, or in Hebrews 1, 14, says, are they not angels sent to minister to the saints? The book of Hebrews chapter 1 is comparing Jesus, the Son of God, trying to show us that Jesus is superior to angels. Jesus is superior to Moses. is superior to the high priest. There were a lot of comparisons of Jesus with so many systems we have were written in the book of Hebrew. But the book of Hebrew is not telling us that we are to command angels. As a matter of fact, even if they are sent, let's see Hebrews 1 and verse 14, what he says there. He says in verse 14, Therefore, angels are only servant spirits sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. But it is God who sends them. In the book of Revelations, when John sees the angel of the Lord, he falls to his ground, foot to the ground, and worships. Clearly establishing the fact that this, these are supernatural beings. As much as we have the likeness of God, we do not look like them right now. We have the authority of Christ in us. We have the name of Jesus in us. But it's not to command angels. That's a responsibility of the Father in heaven. It's the responsibility of Yahweh. It's not our place. Command your angels to do what? Exactly. Where did you get this instruction from? How did we come to this revelation? The truth about it is, it is easy to let these things pass if we neglect the authority of scriptures. But if the apostles, who upon, who, upon whom rather the foundation of the gospel were laid, I mean, Paul says there is no other foundation that can be laid than that which has already been laid already, which is Jesus Christ. He has already been laid. And he says, according to him, he's a wise master builder. A lot of them have contributed and have built on that foundation. There's nothing else we want to pick out. Or if these people didn't do it, they preached the gospel. They witnessed the gospel to nations. In Samaria, Judea, to the uttermost parts of the world, they did it. But at no point did they command angels in doing this. And we must take example from them. And not make a practice of something that is not biblical. Because when we start doing things like this, we open ourselves to so many other practices that are not godly. We open ourselves to spiritual practices that have no roots in Christ. Let God be God. Jesus tells us to pray to the Father. We pray to the Father. That's a better way to do it. You are asking God for something. You're believing God for something. Pray to the Father. He knows what best to do. You are not wiser than God. He is God all by himself. So if you're not wiser than he is, why not just trust him? Trust his wisdom. Our goal as Christians is to find our, put our absolute trust in him. Our goal is to depend on him. Look to him alone. 
When we trust him in days of weaknesses, we pray to him to strengthen us. In days of need, we pray to him. When the apostles were threatened in the book of Acts chapter 4, they were threatened and a lot was going on around. The Bible says they prayed in Acts 4, 27 to 29. They said, God, behold their threats. Grant your servants boldness. Let signs and wonders be done through your name, Jesus Christ. They prayed to God. He does the rest. The Bible says in Luke, they went about preaching the gospel and the Lord was confirming with signs following. This is what God does. It is his responsibility. We leave it to him. It is not our job to command angels. There is no mention of any believer in scripture who commanded angel. There is no mention even in the Old Testament of uh, believers in God in Yahweh who commanded angels. As a matter of fact, Yahweh commands his angels. That's why the Bible calls him the Lord of hosts. Let's leave that responsibility to him to make it yours. So I hope I've been able to answer that question. Um, keep your questions coming and I'll be addressing them one after the other. God bless you. I'll see you next time. Oh, yeah.